How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Friday night! Feel good football Friday on the fan and CBS Sports Network, live from Radio Row, Boomer and Geo. It's been an interesting week that has led us to this final football Friday. We will make our pick of the Super Bowl for the first time. We barely talked about the game, so that actually will be uh, interesting to hear our thoughts on it because I don't think anybody knows uh, what we think about this game. We'll get Yousef in for a final pick as well. And I do think that we should also pick at least one prop bet because it's only one pick that we're making. I think that's about right. So we'll pick a prop bet. Uh, hey, Fleegs, are you back there? Are you listening and paying attention? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Uh, how about you give Yousef a prop bet, okay? You pick the prop bet, and we'll have Yousef read it, uh, because I don't think he knows from the prop So are bets. we picking, like, one prop bet, and you guys will all go on one side of it, or just a, one no. random prop bet for each? A prop bet that you like. Okay, I'll so, give him one. Right, all right, very good. And then just write it down for him, and that'll be Fleeg's prop bet, because Yousef will probably get very confused with that, and we don't need any confusion. Uh, I love the motivation behind pictures on social media. There's always some sort of motivation. Now, the motivation I have and Al has is to is to entertain. You want to you feel like you're a content provider. You want to entertain. That's why I put the video out of the uh, the turtles. That's why Al puts his videos and his pictures out of Evan Washburn. It's to entertain. And then you have people who are the uh, the clout chasers, if you will. Okay. Uh, the people that I, I love when someone passes away, they'll dig up a picture of them and the dead person when they were alive, and they'll say, "Oh, it's so sad that this person passed away. This is me and them." It's not about you. This person is dead. There's many other pictures of them that don't include you. So that's the clout chasing situation, right? And then there's the I got to get a point across picture. You know these. Oh, I do know these. Yes. I got to get a point across so everybody knows that everything's okay. So that happens last night and then this morning. So Adam Schefter oh. tweets out a picture. Do you think Adam Schefter's in this picture? I would say yes. He is not in this picture. Oh, he's not. Okay. It's not a picture of him. It's not a picture of him and a dead person. It's nothing. What it is is a picture of a dinner last night amongst friends. Okay? And who is at this dinner? Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, Ciara, 
Joe Montana and the CEO of Wheels Up, the private jet. Oh, there we go. So why is this picture out there, or why is Adam Schefter putting that picture out there? Here's my guess. Hey, Adam, it's me, Sean Payton. I went to dinner, I got this picture, and everybody thinks I hate Russell Wilson and we're getting off to a bad start. Can you put it out there that we had dinner with Joe Montana, Sierra, and Russell, and so everybody knows that we're on the same page and Bronco fans are excited? That's a message pic- uh, yeah. picture, yes. Send a message, social media. Yeah, 100%. I, I can us. see that. Could be somebody, I don't know, sorry, would Sean do it himself or would somebody in Sean's like inner circle do it? Yeah, and by the way, does he have an inner circle like uh, Russell Wilson has an inner circle? So you're bringing two guys together that have inner circles. I would think he would have an inner circle, but his inner circle did include Terry Bradshaw, who then just spouted off everything that Sean Payton said off the air. Yes. Which included he didn't want Russell Wilson, or to coach Russell Wilson, but it was the best he could do. <laughs> like it was the best job out there, which was amazing that Terry Bradshaw said that, so I'm sure that probably came up at dinner. Uh, I don't know if it would have come up to dinner, but I, I'm, unless it's uh, unless Sean had called Russell beforehand, said, "Listen, don't listen a, a damn thing that Terry Bradshaw is saying." But I think that Terry Bradshaw is being honest. Yeah, no, he was. Of course, he was. I, I, I find Terry to be very, uh, very brutally honest. He is, and I think at this point in his life, he does not care about anything. Right? Like he's I mean, meaning. Uh, the backlash of something that he would say. Obviously, he cares about stuff, but I don't think it it matters to him. No, the, that's the why he's been doing it for as long as he's been doing it. Right, exactly. And remember the Terry Bradshaw interview that we had at the Minneapolis? Yes. Where he was right up next to me and had his hand on my thigh for 75% of the interview. And he was sweating. Sweating, sweating. his ass off. Yes, yeah. he was not healthy. That day, at least. It, did not, it just did not look like he was healthy, and he had had problems since then. Right, exactly. And I'm not sure exactly where he is with his health. I know he had a cancer diagnosis. He's been going through that, so we always uh, wish the uh, the best for Terry Bradshaw. But this Sean Payton, Russell Wilson thing is going to be fascinating to watch. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the move again at the end of this year. I, yeah, I don't know if the, the Broncos could do that. I really don't, uh, given this, the structure of this contract. The contract is massive. And they have a lot of guaranteed money in it. And, you know, getting rid of a player of this magnitude with this kind of money attached to it, they're just going to have to live together for at least two years, I think. You know, and, and I got I to gotta think that just the coach himself, you know, in that environment is going to make the team immediately better. It's much like when Bill Parcells took over the Jets from Richie Kotite. Mm-hmm. They were good players on that team. They drafted, they spent money, and then Bill came in and spent money as well. Remember, he got uh, Kevin Moai, I think, was his first major signing. And all, all Bill had to do is bring the Parcells disciplinarian kind of way of doing things, bring some of his guys in that locker room, and they straighten a football team out immediately. And that's exactly what, you know, Sean Payton's going to do. And don't think for a minute that Bill Parcells wasn't in Sean Payton's ear telling him what he wanted and what he needed and things of that nature uh, to be successful in Denver. So, you know, I was told that uh, Bill was behind a lot of everything that Sean was doing. Interesting. And uh, I think they, obviously, Sean holds him in very high esteem, as he should. And I think that this is exactly what the Jets kind of faced when they lost Richie Kotite and they brought in uh, they brought in Bill Parcells. So it's the same type of thing. Sean's going to bring discipline. He's going to bring the old school way of doing things. And he knows that he has Russell Wilson by the, the short hairs, if you will. Yeah, I'm sure Nathaniel Hackett loves to be compared to Richie Kotite by you. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's the way that's the way it played out. Yeah. So the Jets' offensive coordinator is essentially Richie Kotite 2.0. I'm not saying that uh, he's uh, he probably just wasn't a great head coach, and he the uh, 
the relationship between he and Russell, I don't necessarily know it was all that bad, but it just for whatever reason, the team didn't respond to him. You know how that goes. No, of course. I mean, and they pulled the plug as soon as they could pull the plug. And that's something that you don't see all that much in the NFL, not giving a guy an entire season in his first year, but that's how bad it was. And also was motivated by new ownership. The new owners were just like, enough of this. It was a bad spot for Nathaniel Hackett, no question about that. And, uh, you know, he'll learn from that spot. I don't know if he'll get another shot uh, as a head coach, but I do know this. He is a very good offensive uh, mind, and he's a good offensive coordinator. And the question is, is whether or not the Jets have the guy on the roster right now or a new guy that's going to come in and be able to pick this up. That's why I said the only guy that I think that's going to be out there that makes a, any sort of sense for me when I think about the, 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 the kind of scheme that they're running offensively is either Aaron Rodgers or Jimmy Garoppolo. Hmm. All right, let's play Mike White or. All right. Okay. Yeah, okay, let's do it. All right. Mike White or Baker Mayfield. I'd like Baker Mayfield, man. Just over Mike White. Yeah, I said that would be that'd be a, that would be a lot of fun for us. Wow, I would take Mike White actually. Believe it or not. Okay. All right, Mike White or Andy Dalton. You know, I like Andy. I just think this is not the right spot for him, so oh, I'll okay. go with Mike White. Okay, very good. All right, good. Mike White or Jimmy Garoppolo. They they're going to think Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm asking you what you think. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say Jimmy Garoppolo as well. Oh, why? He's the anti-boomer type of player. He's the guy who's laughing on the sidelines when the team's getting their ass kicked. He's the guy who's traveling all over the world and silencing his cell phone when his coaches are trying to get in touch with him in the offseason. He's taking porn stars out to dinner and getting caught on TMZ. He's the anti-boomer quarterback, and Mike White is the blue-collar, work-your-ass-off, do-it-the-right-way you know, you're taking Garoppolo over. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo also took a team to the Super Bowl and was on his way of taking his team possibly to the Super Bowl again this year. I understand. I, I, you but know, you said that's the most it, talented it, team uh, you've seen. I know, but I'm just saying, like, the, I also, I'm also thinking about the scheme that they're going to be running offensively. So I, I'm, I'm not saying it's a perfect fit. I mean, like, there, there are no, there, there's no perfect fit here except for maybe Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Yeah, which I, gets less and less likely by the day. Now, you, do you think that he's going to end up in Vegas? I do. I feel that way. I think, I think it's going to be Green Bay or retirement. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think he's going to end up wanting to go somewhere else. He's going to come out of this darkness retreat going, I don't want to go to another team. I don't want to do that. I either want to stay here and finish this out or I'm going to walk away. So is he in the middle of the darkness retreat right now? Uh, I'm not sure because there was some quote from him yesterday about this. So obviously okay. he can't be giving quotes from the darkness retreat because he's not allowed to. He's not allowed to talk or do anything. He just gets food slid under the door. So he said, uh, don't judge. Educate yourself about the darkness retreat. That's, That's what I'm saying. saying. I was just in a darker, darkness retreat yesterday. You were alone with your thoughts. Yeah. Right, I was. And I and it was basically, I feel like I was, I don't know, just I, I was flushed. Flushed of all the toxins. Flushed. I was flushed of everything. You got the toxins out. Yes. You got the poison out. Yeah. But you were on your phone, though, which is not something that Aaron Rodgers is allowed I was, to do. I know. I was on my phone right after the, the last time that I knew that there was no way that I could actually come here yesterday. <laughs> There's just no way. I know. I told the story yesterday. I come down the stairs, or the elevator, rather, and you're in the lobby, 
and I'm all fired up because Kevin Durant got yeah. traded. So I'm smiling and clapping and laughing, and you're just shaking your head. And I'm like, well, what's wrong with you? We're supposed to be happy here. Kevin Durant's gone. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Here are the keys. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. That's, about, that's, that's pretty accurate, actually. So I got a text prior to knowing any of this. From Sean Kennedy, who's been helping us out with the parking and everything. And he goes, I'll meet you at the checkpoint. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Why are you texting me? Boomer's the one who's driving. Oh, so Sean went against the text that I sent out. In that text, I said, don't tell, you know, Gio's not a part of this text. I'll talk to him when I see him. Yeah. And Sean jumped the shark is what he did. He goes, I'll meet you at the checkpoint. So I'll meet you at the checkpoint. But he didn't tell you why he sent that to you. Right. I was just thinking like, oh, maybe he thinks that I'll respond to a text better than Boomer does. I don't know. I had no idea. And then I figured it out downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, uh, I got in the car and I was supposed to have this parking pass. So then I call you. And you just you just said screw you. Yeah, I didn't I didn't hear you call me or anything. I was just boy me. I just went back into the cave at that point. <laughs> did you watch horrible television all day? Like I did not. I you just, just went on a movie. You just sat there. Uh you know I was reading a lot of different things. Scrolling. Reading, yeah, scrolling all that stuff. I watched a little bit of TV, not much. Yeah, oh, God, I'm just picturing you like you're supposed to be out there at Estancia. Yes, you're supposed to be playing golf, and instead your room is just. Filled with neurovirus puke and poop, and there's an <laughs> ER nurse that's in there giving you an IV. Yes, is not the way it's supposed to go, man. No, it wasn't. This no. is not the way it's supposed. Did your friends golf yesterday without you? Uh, yes, they did. Yeah, they should. See, I wouldn't have. I would have had your back. No, I yeah, said if I you can't back. have fun, if you can't have fun, I won't have fun. No, my buddies were great, and as a matter of fact, every single one of them sent me the same text as everybody else out here. If there's anything I can do, just let me know. Yeah. And I was thinking about should I just start asking people to do things just to see who actually can get things done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. But uh, I, I got to say, before I even wanted to even get down in that in kind of that world, uh, my daughter Sydney, like I told you, had everything already set up and ready rock and roll. Yeah, so I had this great text exchange with your buddy Mike Norseth, yes. who was, I'm assuming, went out and golf without you yesterday. Yes. So uh, he was going to take your car, the same car that I brought here. So he texts me and goes, this is Norseth. Are you back with the car? I just met your lovely wife. And I, making a uh, husband-wife joke, said, uh, you sure it was my wife, LOL. <laughs> and he responds back, well, she kissed like a wife. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's That's got, a funny guy. He does. He's got one-liners for everything. Yes, no question. <laughs> Are you gonna? Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was happening yesterday that you know I was kind of knew what was going on, but I just didn't get myself involved in it. Right. Because I knew there was a lot of transfer of like stuff. Yeah. And, and the, the golf clubs are in the back of my car. Sure. And that's what you were driving. Exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you are the center of the universe. <laughs> and then once you go down, everybody's scattering. Nobody knows what to do. You know, it was, it was panic day. Yes. Everybody was panicking. I think everybody got along just fine. Are so. you going to be able to get out there today and play? I'm going to try. You think you can get 18 in? I'm going to try. Man, I mean, will you have some Casamigos out there? No, 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 no. Not today? No, I don't think so. Uh, I bet you, you know, I bet you, you get, like, at the turn, you're going to perk right back up. You think so? They're going to eat a burger or something. I do feel, I'm mean, like, the Ivy Doc came yesterday, and uh, I had a little Toradol put in there. Ooh, I, I felt oh. so much better because, you know. Toradol? A- after going over, like, you know, the sixth or seventh time over to the toilet. 
you end up being really sore. And oh, of beat course, up. yeah, because you like in the rib area. Oh, the, that the shoulders, the neck, the headaches, the whole thing. So a little bit of toradol in there, bang. Don't they give the horses toradol? Isn't that a horse thing? No, you're thinking the Lasix. No, no, no. I'm not thinking Lasix. Lasix are the thing on the eyes. I thought toradol was like they gave horses no, toradol. is a, it's an anti-inflammatory. Toradol horse. And, and the Lasix is a pill, not not the Lasix eye surgery. That's what I'm saying. No, he said that's the thing on your eyes. No, no, no. He's no, thinking Lasix. Hold on. Lasix on a horse are things that they put on horses so they're blinders, aren't they? No, that's the drug that they give horses. Oh, I thought that that was for the eyes. I have no idea. Uh, can horses take Toradol, Google? Uh, is no more... It's, no, they don't. They used to give it to them back in the day for hoof pain. Oh, hoof pain. Okay. So is that why you took it? I had a lot of hoof pain. Yes. <laughs> Your yes. bothering you. What else could you get in that IV if you wanted? What were they offering? Vitamin B, vitamin E, vitamin D, um, a few other vitamins, uh, some Pepsid, which was good. Um, to kind of settle down any of the nausea that you have. Yeah. Uh, they also put in uh, uh, Zol- Zofran. That's also an anti-nausea medicine. Wow. So you, you get a you get a full full on bag of uh, fluid and everything else, and all these little goodies put in there. And then you got the sponge bath after the IV. <laughs> yeah, or? Right, no sponge bath. Uh-huh. Washy washy paint. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Eddie. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Oh. <laughs> How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Casamigos Tequila. 
The Road to Arizona presented by Casamigos. Brought to you by those who drink it. Road to Arizona also brought to you by Optimum. Get closer, go farther. And by Key Food. Get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. Jerry Recco is back with us. He's got another update. What's going on, Jerry? Oh, how we do. We're sponsored by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com and by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Last hour, we heard um, Joe Namath introducing Joe Klecko as a Hall of Famer, as he will go in uh, this summer. This hour, we hear Ty Law introducing one Darrell Revis. Keep patrolling receiver wanted to visit. The ultimate checkout corner. And my Alicopa brother, Darrell Revis. So a very cool night for the Jets, uh, getting those two in. You also had Sauce Gardner winning Defensive Rookie Player of the Year and Garrett Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Here first was Wilson uh, talking about winning the award. Jets Nation, we did it. We did it. Me and Sauce both won our uh, Respective Rookie of the Year award and we're feeling real good about it. So, so thankful to be a Jet and uh, a J-E-T-S. Let's keep going. Imagine if I had a real quarterback. I might have won the MVP. <laughs> oh, you, know, you know what's interesting is that, you know, it's nice to hear young kids say it's nice to be a Jet, you know, and Jets Nation and J-E-T-S. You yeah. don't really hear a lot of yep. that. Give them a couple years. It'll be like well, Jamal Adams. Get me the hell out of here. Let's see how it goes. We don't know that yet. You yeah. bring Aaron Rodgers in, and they have a real quarterback. Right. And they win a lot of games. How about, how about the fact that uh, Sauce Gardner gets Rookie of the Year as a cornerback, Defensive Rookie of the Year, and the same night, Darrell Rivas was announced as a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Very good cool stuff. Cool, right? Here was Gardner, what it means to him to, to win this. It mean the world to me. You know, the fact that my family was able to come out here and just see me receive this honor, it's just it's a blessing, man. I, I set three goals. Pro Bowl, first team All-Pro, Defensive Rookie of the Year. I got all three of them, man. I can't ask for it any other way. Pretty cool. Yeah. Super Bowl would have been good, too, to say. But he's a kid, and he uh, <laughs> right. he's done a really nice job this year. As for that quarterback spot, I'm sorry I'm playing this again. You're going to hear it again next hour, too, because I still can't believe he said it. Uh, Woody Johnson talking about the quarterback position and, and getting one in. Well, you want the best quarterback that you can get to lead the Jets. And I think with a good quarterback and our great defense, and the defense will be a lot better with a quarterback, you know, that's actually doing it and a good running game and just what the what the coach is talking about. <laughs> our special team is really good. And so well, it's plug and play. I mean, I think a quarterback comes in, it's, it's kind of an ideal situation. It gets better every time. It does. It really does. The defense will be better with a good quarterback as well, even though the quarterback doesn't play on defense. Uh, with the guy who's actually doing it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So that was Woody. And so we have to wait until when? Until Aaron Rodgers comes out of the box to find out whether or not he's <laughs> interested in playing here? Yeah. I'm, it's going to be after the Super Bowl, so probably sometime next week, the latest the week after that. Wasn't he doing the darkness retreat mo- starting Monday? Oh, was he? I didn't. I did not see. I thought no this week or I thought he was on McAfee on Tuesday. Yes, I thought he was doing the retreat Monday of this week coming up after the Super Bowl. That's what I thought. Okay. I make a lot of errors, man. It's so it's certainly possible. I, th- I thought that's what I read. Okay. Um, so I mentioned Revis and Klecko just quickly. Joe Thomas, Demarcus, where Rondé Barber going into the Hall of Fame as well. Chuck Howley, uh, Howley, Ken Riley, and Don Corio. He is. No, nice. So I don't know where, but he is. Yeah, that's good. So I'm sure he had a great time with his brother. I mean, he was coming out. He said after Wednesday's show, we we could be at that uh, last night. That's great. That's I mean, that's as cool as it gets, man. <laughs> Twin brother making into the Hall of Fame like that. Not so, bad. 
Not bad. Here's Brian Dable. He was named Coach of the Year, and when you've got a big family, there's a lot of people to thank. Uh, lastly, thank my wife Beth and our children at home, Marky, Christian, Aiden, Haven, Avery, and Luke. Six of them. Appreciate that. Six kids? Yeah, he told us that during the summer, remember? That's right, and Salah's got like eight. Salah's got eight children? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it's seven. Oh, seven? Yeah. Okay. Well, we got some baby makers in New York, huh? Man, oh, man. <laughs> wow. They don't, have a lot of, they don't have a lot of time at home. I guess when they make the most of it, apparently, when they are home. It seems like So it. 13 children between the two football coaches here. Yeah. Damn. Uh, so, actually, it's kids. only it's only six. It's it says, only it says uh, four sons and two daughters for Salah, oh, so okay. they both have six. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, Patrick Mahomes named MVP. Um, oh, I want to play this for you. You tell me if you're going to call BS on this one. It's thirty seconds. Um, Lawrence Taylor is doing a podcast with Brandon Marshall, the I Am Athlete podcast. I don't buy this, but I'll roll it, and you tell me what you think. I didn't know I had a game, but because that was stop the first it, time it, they stop had it, a... Stop it, Zoo. Stop it. That's the wrong one. So play it when I set it up now. The the big, the longer version was Brandon Marshall asking him, is the, is the myth true or the rumor true that you actually once did not realize you had a game to play until you were driving past Giant Stadium and you saw that the stadium was alive. Now go ahead and play it. I didn't know I had a game, but because that was the first time they had... Um... Sunday night football. <laughs> we don't do Sunday night football. It's always been Monday night. I just didn't realize Sunday. Uh, yeah, I was kind of wrong. I was kind of wrong. I was late. Come on. I got there, though. You was late to the game? I had a hell of a game, though. I mean, I think, depending on what chemicals you had in them at the time. Yeah, fair. It's a possibility. I say that's a 100% true story. Really? Yes. Damn. Phil, Phil has told it. Oh, is, okay. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Wow, okay. Well, there you go. When Sunday Night Football began, Lawrence Taylor had the days confused. So be it. Uh, Nick Bosa, one defensive player of the year, obviously means a lot to him. If I've learned one thing in life to, up to this point, uh, whatever end goal you have in mind, it's going to be, it's not going to be a smooth path. There's going to be times where you're questioning yourself. Um, but if you stay the course and you believe in yourself, take it one day at a time, there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, not everything works out the way you want it to. Your quarterback could quit on you in a championship <laughs> game. Quit on them. Leave us hanging out to dry. <laughs> and nothing we can do. Wouldn't even try to throw the ball down the field. So there's peaks and valleys in this career. So uh, thank you <laughs> to everybody who voted. You are never going to let that go. You now, wh what did you hurt when you played baseball? Um, it was uh, two injuries my senior year. Okay. The first injury, we were uh, throwing the ball, doing a little infield practice, and the first baseman was throwing across the diamond to me at third base, and it was right into the sun. Instead of putting up my glove hand, I put up my throwing hand, and I blocked the ball and broke my finger. Mm. And then my first day back from the broken finger was a day it was pouring outside, so we were in the gym practicing, and I was, uh, there was a little fungo of, like, baseball ground balls, and I was cutting guys off like messing around and I ran into somebody like full speed and then uh, dislocated my shoulder and was in a sling the rest of the year. Yep. And you didn't play in any more games. Uh, I didn't, but With I'll a tell busted you. finger and a dislocated shoulder, why not? <laughs> because I tough it up. Tough it up. Because I didn't start. Wuss. And I didn't play. Okay. <laughs> but if I had, 
you know, been someone who was actually in the starting lineup, I would have played maybe, through. Maybe it would have. But you did get the coach's award. I got the coach's award because with one arm, I would throw the ball up for Neil Heaton to hit the fungos. Yes. So I was out there doing something. That was your senior year? Yeah, it was my that senior stinks. year. That stinks. I wasn't going to play anyway. I sucked. Oh, you know, I okay. got a pinch hit here or there, you know, in a blowout. Sure. Well, you were still trying to go through it, though. I was. You loved being a part of a team and putting on that uniform, didn't you? I did. Yep, yeah. absolutely. And I, I chewed Red Man that year, too. I got boy. Some, yeah, it was... Ugh. <laughs> uh, Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Dak Prescott won man of the year. So your guy, Cam Hayward, did not get enough of the votes. Um, in terms of the Super Bowl, I thought this is interesting because Jalen Hurts is in Philadelphia. They are known for, in terms of food, the Philly cheesesteak. So that's been a very big topic out here for all the media members that are just looking for storylines. And so someone went to him yesterday and said, where and what is the best one in Philly? And he actually gave you an answer because it involves him. I have a cheesesteak that I made at uh, Food Chasers. It's in Philly, and it's called the Jalen Special. So I put my little ingredients on it. I made it. Uh, I made it. Uh, I made it just right. So if you ever want ever want to go try one, go to Food Chasers. That place gonna be busy today. Oh, of course. Uh, well, think about how busy it will be if they win. Uh, that too. Yes, and on Sunday, I would certainly yep. think so. Um, who said this? I'll give you a quote. You tell me who said it. Um, in terms of Brett Favre. Uh, I'm trying to find it. What did Sharp call him? Oh, well, a sorry say, mofo. Yeah, sorry mofo, yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, Brett Favre's attorney saying that that was defamation. So you got Favre suing him, Favre suing Pat McAfee, and Favre suing the state auditor for what's going on in Mississippi. Don't know how far this will go, but uh, he is certainly taking it to the next degree. You also got the Michael Irvin. I know you talked about that at length earlier. The Michael Irvin situation suing Marriott and the accuser for whatever took place in that hotel lobby in the span of, what would you say it was, 60 seconds? Yeah, it was a, seconds? yeah, they said it was a minute. It was a minute exchange that he claims he does not remember what happened. And so he was sent home uh, by NFL Network as they try to sort out the details. And uh, that will go forward for how long? Who knows? Nets Bulls last night. This is a much, much different looking Nets team with uh, Kyrie Irving in Dallas, Kevin Durant now in Phoenix, and the Nets got the big shots from a couple of uh, not exactly well-known players. Dan Thomas comes right on a sharp screen, works to the baseline, jump pass out, Watanabe a three, and it's scored from Watanabe away at left corner. And the Nets take a 12-point lead, their largest of the game. That was Chris Carino with the call on the fan. Uh, they win 116-105. Uh, Watanabe with that three. Joe Harris at six threes all in the second quarter. And Spencer Dinwiddie in his return to Brooklyn had 25 points, 18 in the second half. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith also played in this game. Mikael Bridges did not, uh, but he did meet the media. Afterwards, here was Dinwiddie talking about the uh, defensive prowess Bridges has. And he said, that's good for me because I don't do that stuff. I didn't like a garden Zach tonight. So, Mikael, you can take that job. Uh, hey, listen, the defense is something I can do, you know, hey, high effort guy, whatever, but it's not necessarily something that um, I, I love to do. <laughs> I love to do. <laughs> hey, by the way, you think Jock Vaughn is happy? Gotta be. No, he, you know, he might be. I don't. He's gotta you, it, be. I think happy when Irving's mess left. I don't know if he was thrilled that Durant left. He, there's no way he's happy about either one of those things no, because they were playing really well before Kevin Durant got hurt. 18 and he was, two. And he was coaching the team, and he's thinking, I have a real shot to be a championship head coach. I also feel like that this whole thing with Kyrie was percolating underneath the surface at the, the whole time. 
and you knew that Kevin Durant was going to be a you know upset if Kyrie couldn't come up with the deal or whatever. I mean, there's only so much you could take if you're Joe Sy and, and uh, Sean Marks as they shot up the standings when they went. I think it was 18 and two over 20 or whatever it was, 19 and three over 22 games. Their odds, I think, were right there with anybody else to win the NBA championship. That's what makes they this even worse. Agreed. And in the span of five or six days. They have completely, not torn it down, but they got rid of these two. They've got to be where in the odds? Like way down the way list down yeah, at this now, point, yeah, right? Sure, yeah. And they're thir- think I about mean, this too. Yeah, you got Boston, Milwaukee. I mean, Miami's a good team. Uh, Philadelphia's a good team. A lot of good teams. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, in the East, I mean, they're, you know, I don't know. I, I just, at the end of the day, I think the coach wants players that want to show up. They want to go to work and they can be accountable. Half of these, you know, half of well, the games or at least half of the games over the last three and a half years, you didn't get that. Well, he will have that with this group going forward, yes. Who's got a better chance in the eyes of FanDuel Sportsbook to win the NBA championship, the Knicks or the Nets? The Knicks. No. Really? Yeah. They're actually, the Nets are plus 16,000, the Knicks are plus 21,000. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There's still some believers out there, I guess. I guess so. Nets 33 and 22 with that win. We'll see if they can hang around that number and still get into what I think they're fifth right now. And the Knicks are six. Does that sound right in the standings? Yes. I think that's what it is. It's somewhere around there if that's not quite it. Cam Thomas did have 20. Thomas did have to apologize uh, for using an anti-gay slur on TNT uh, on live television last night. He posted the apology on social media right after uh, the game. So as he said, he got caught up in the moment. Didn't mean anything by it. We'll see if that goes high. Yes. Oh, so what? Wait, what did he? What happened? Um, well, a couple things. Number one, he does the interview. They send it down to Jared Greenberg, who's really good. Jared Greenberg's the guy, if you remember, with uh, Greg Popovich. Yeah. Used to ride him. Greenberg's awesome. He's also He's a Hofstra alum. Really good. Yeah. yeah. So. I thought in this spot, in this one spot, I thought he was a little douchey because he's got Dinwiddie. They sent it down to Greenberg, and it's like, oh, here with Spencer Dinwiddie, and I, I guess Cam Thomas, who's, you know, jumping the interview. And Thomas is like, what? So he asked Spencer Dinwiddie the first question. Then he asked Cam Thomas a question about Dinwiddie saying he's like the most handsome guy on the team now or something like that. And Thomas makes some reference and then says something he shouldn't have said. And then it continued. And then at the end, he asks, he goes back to Thomas one last time. He goes, well, since you're still here, I guess I'll ask you another question. Wow. And Thomas is like, what? It was weird. It was very strange. Jared Greenberg knows what's going on in the NBA. so he's Oh, absolutely. He's really good. Yeah, Yeah. with what Cam Thomas is doing. I thought that was... I don't know. Well, you know, know, maybe, maybe, it's just, it. maybe it's just the, the uh, franchise that just brings out the worst in everybody. Okay, here's Sean Marks talking about the Duran-Irving era now over. I think it would be easy to look in from the outside. And, you know, honestly, I look at it from internally and say, wow, it didn't work. Like, let's, let's be honest there. Um, you know, we did not reach the full potential of, of where we thought uh, we could get to our, our hopes and, and honestly beliefs. It's sort of like the Hindenburg. You know, everybody saw that video, and they saw the uh, the balloon and the, the dirigible, and it was blowing up and, and going to the ground. But the people who were actually in there didn't understand how well it was working uh, before it caught fire. So, uh, I mean, you really got to look internally at all of this to really make make the right judgment. So, can somebody shoot me? Please? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Hindenburg... So at the golf event the other day, yeah. there were hot air balloons that were taking off in the near distance. You're going to be out of your mind. I might have thrown up on that thing. Really? 
really? It's a little basket in a balloon. Are you nuts? <laughs> yeah, all you're doing is like you're just sitting in a basket in the sky. That's that is all. high, though. There's uh, no chance I would have gotten in that. That's too bad, man. I wanted to I do know. It. I know. Everybody was disappointed. I know. It was windy yesterday. I don't think they went up there yesterday. I but, can't uh, imagine. Wednesday was a good still day, and Wednesday there were a bunch of them that were up there. And I thought, thank God I said no to that one. Because <laughs> I... That, that would not have gone well. Uh, Bucks beat the Lakers. Nine straight wins for Milwaukee. Giannis had 38. No LeBron because of the sore ankle. Knicks in Philly uh, later tonight. Rangers acquire Vladimir Tarasenko from the Blues. Tonight, the Rangers take on the Kraken. The Islanders lost to the Canucks in a familiar face. Room for Hughes. He's closing in, then backs off. Besser's shot. They score. Brock Besser, Anthony Beauvillier is the one who tipped it. And his first goal as a Canuck is against the Islanders, and it gives Vancouver a two-goal lead late in the third. And that was uh, Brendan Burke on MSG. They'd win 6-5, to five. Canucks beating the Islanders. Uh, three goals in the third period for Vancouver. Bo Horvat did score in the loss against his former team as well. Mentioned the Kraken taking on the Rangers tonight. Last night, the Devils beat them 3-1. Dougie Hamilton scores twice, both on the power play. Padres giving you Darvish six years, $108 million. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Feel Good Football Friday from the site of Super Bowl 57. The Road to Arizona presented by Casamigos. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Also brought to you by Optum. Get closer, go farther. And by Key Food. Get all of your tailgating needs at Key Food and their family of supermarkets. I figured I'd bring this up to you, seeing that you are a former NFL quarterback who has a uh, very, very successful charity, so much so that you were able to help in the funding of developing a drug for CF that has opened the doors for uh, many of those who are suffering uh, with the disease. So Russell Wilson has a charity, and Russell Wilson apparently had an investigation into this charity done by USA Today. And in 20 and 21, Wilson's charity reported spending a combined $600,000 on charitable endeavors, according to federal tax records. That comes out to about 24.3 cents of every dollar and pales in comparison to the 1.1 million the Why Not You Foundation spent on employee salary and benefits. Why not you get paid by the uh, foundation? So, question uh, so I would have. T- t- what's that? Question I would have yeah. is, is: Is it a private foundation where very, very wealthy people, uh, you know, have these private, you know, non-for-profit foundations and do really good work with it? But they usually hire a lot of people that are in, you know, that are in their families and things of that nature, and then they run it that way. Or is this a publicly? I guess if they did an investigation on it, it's got to be a publicly. Um, but they went to tax records, so right. So, so I would think that it is. But you know, I'm not really sure about all the things that went on there or what they're trying to do. So, it's uh, could this be something other than something horrible? No, I guess is my no, question. No. So you're telling me that this is bad. 
It's not great. Let's put it that way. Okay. Now, he won the Walter Payton Man of the Year a couple of years ago. Yes. For this charity. But it's not just that. I'm sure he's done He's done a million things in the, the city of Seattle. Do you strip him from the Walter Payton no, Man of the Year award? No, Do you take it back? Happen. Like Reggie well, Bush's Heisman. Almost feels like a hit piece on you know on him for some reason. Nathaniel Hackett, maybe? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Know somebody over at USA no. Today? Connect I, think, I think Nathaniel Hackett is just going to keep his head down and just try to go back to work for the Jets and try to do the best job he can. Uh, this is from CBSSports.com. It says there's also concern that the Why Not You Foundation is paying top employees a disproportionate amount compared to the money it brings and directs to charitable endeavors. Uh, most notably, three employees have received $1.9 million combined. The chief strategy officer, Ryan Tarpley, was paid $222,000. And executive director Carly Young was paid $176,000. So, and then Pickett was also paid $60,000 for 15 hours of work per week. Not good. <laughs> Not good. Doesn't sound good. No. I mean, it's... Uh, if you're donating, if one of these people has donated to this Why Not You Foundation, you're like, wow, this is great. I'm, I'm great. I'm paying I'm sure Ryan that... Tarpley to go to lunch. Yeah, but I also got to believe that uh, Sierra and Russell themselves probably fund a lot of this. Maybe. I wouldn't doubt. Yeah, but I mean, the, but it's also, uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's, that's, that's the defense. It would be, you know, we're paying these guys out of our pocket as opposed to the money that's coming yeah, in. Yeah, most likely, yeah. But that, yeah, that needs to be his defense. But this, he, you want to talk about a guy who's completely fallen off as far as yes. likable to where he is now? Well, I think, you know, whatever happened in, in Denver last year really, like, put a major stain on him. Well, I think it, it started with the exit of Seattle because they didn't, this guy won a Super Bowl for them at the quarterback position. They weren't going to give him a contract extension. You heard some of the rumblings about the teammates not liking him. Then they end up trading him. He has this miserable year with the Denver Broncos, and now everybody's out to crush him. The one, the one thing that I, I didn't know was that he was demanding to be in the draft room. Oh, God. Could you imagine that? I mean, like, to me, it's so foreign to me. I, I can't even begin to even fathom that somebody, a player, would want to be in the draft room with his coaches and with the general manager and everything, like after they just gave you a big new contract. So here's the problem. I think what, what happened to him in Seattle was obvious. You and I were talking about it. I told you they were going to trade him because they were not going to give him a new contract. And he wanted a new contract extension, and he was trying to protect his future. And with Seattle not wanting to do that, they were going to end up trading him to somebody who was really desperate. And uh, the Broncos were were really really desperate. They haven't had a quarterback since Peyton Manning left. Yeah. So they found the right trading partner in the other in the other conference, and they they fleeced them for Russell Wilson. When you think about it, and then the fact that you know they had the bounce back year by Geno Smith, and Geno Smith ends up winning comeback player of the year for two reasons. One, you know, uh, you know. I think it's because he replaced a very unpopular guy on the team that everybody was fighting for Geno. And two was because, you know, the coaching staff really wanted Gino to do well. So they were going to put him in a, a situation where he was going to be successful. And, and I think that's exactly what Pete Carroll did. Speaking of former Broncos quarterbacks, do you know what Jake Plummer looks like today? And do you know what he's doing with his life? Do you know either one of the answers to those questions? Because I found this out. Knowing yesterday. Jake the way I know him. Or the way I think I know him, he was he was at Arizona State when I was out here playing for the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. So I would think that Jake has probably got some long hair and a beard, and is probably living in 
Colorado or Montana somewhere farming. <laughs> you sure you don't know this? This has got to be somewhere in your head because you nailed it perfectly. I mean, you, you could not have... Well, that just reminds me about who I think he is. All right, so this is him. He actually does not have the beard in this particular picture, but this is him here doing a video, and he's, he looks like, like the depiction the uh, of Jesus Christ that we all have come all right, to know. so here's the interesting thing. I would not recognize him. Really? Like, he doesn't look anything like he looked when he was at Arizona State. Yeah, so, but you nailed that with the long hair. Yes. I mean, look at what he's wearing, too. Very hippity-dippity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Eddie Scazzari kind of yeah. stuff, yeah? Right, of course. Now, you really didn't know that he was in Colorado farming? No, I did not know. You just guessed that? Yes. Yeah, he's a mushroom farmer in Colorado. I, I didn't know mushrooms, but there yeah. you go. He's involved in two mushroom companies in Colorado. Okay. Yeah, and it's, the, uh, it's what he does with his life now. And he's got the... Uh, <laughs> It, these are not psychedelic mushrooms. But I always felt like he was that kind of guy. You know, I don't, you want to call him a beatnik or whatever the heck you want to call him or how yeah. you want to describe him. But I always felt like he was a guy that was a little bit off the beaten path. Yeah, without a doubt, clearly. I mean, but uh, yeah, he just wants people to have, like, good, healthy mushrooms in their lives. Good, healthy mushrooms. Psychedelic mushrooms? No, no, they're not psychedelic. Oh, they're he goes, not. He goes, it will do nothing to hurt you and it's going to help you a lot. That's, they sell directly to consumers online. Uh, REI Outdoor Gear Store that you can find these mushrooms in. Jake Plummer really? mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a big thing, I guess. And he, he grows them all inside. It's like all in this like dark inside thing. He's growing mushrooms. That sounds like Jake Plummer to me, yeah. Yeah, there's got to be some like secret weed bin, though, in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that they lock up. He's got to be growing something. This yeah, has got to be a I front. Could, I could definitely say that about him, too. So, yeah. It definitely has to be a front for, for the illegal drug. And he was, he was huge. Kidding, out. Jake. Don't sue me like Brett Favre you know, suing everybody else. He was huge out here when I was here. Oh, I'm sure he was. Yeah, I mean, did he play Arizona State guy who ended up yes. playing for the Cardinals? Who right. Was, who was relatively good at the position? Yes. Are you kidding me? And he was good. He was really good in college. I think he was drafted in the third round, maybe. Yeah. I think. And he turned out to be the starter here. And I think Pat Tillman was out here at that time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so they've, they've, had, they've had an interesting kind of checkered past the Cardinals. <laughs> and they're right in the midst of it right now. They too. are. They can't find a coach yet. And maybe they're, maybe they're waiting for one of these coaches off of one of these two staffs here. Well, they but all the reporting was that Lou Anarumo and Mike Kafka were the two finalists. So maybe they're not announcing it because they don't want to take away from the Super Bowl because they are the host state. In yeah, the maybe. I mean, that could be the case. I don't know. I've, I haven't heard anything about who's getting the job. Yeah. Uh, Kafka would not be a good thing for the Giants. You want to keep that, that whole thing together. You'd like to keep it together another year. When are, you, when are we going to find out about the Daniel Jones contract, by the way? I thought it would be uh, it would have been faster uh, done, but I, I, there's no way that they're not signing him. <laughs> that would be the shocker of the offseason. It would be. Daniel, Aaron Rodgers retires and Daniel Jones signs a humongous deal with the Las Vegas Raiders. How about that? Driving up the price. $35 million a year. Massive deal. Ten years, $350 million guaranteed. So I saw some of the numbers that uh, were being floated for... Uh, for Joe Burrow, oh God, eight years, four hundred and eight million, eh. which is like right on part of seven three fifty that I was saying. Apparently, that's what Mina Kimes is going to get now as well. What, Mina she, Kimes, yeah, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, she's uh, the Andrew Marshan who's out here in Phoenix wrote an article about uh, Mina Kimes and how Mina Kimes is going to get a uh, was it a seven figure salary, a seven yeah. figure salary because she's she be now in demand, yeah. 
So we're paying a lot of people in this business. Yes. Tony Romo. You know, you get all the football guys and uh, Troy Aikman and Joe Buck and Amazon and Kirk Herbstreet and Mina Kimes and everybody else. Everybody's getting paid. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee's getting paid. Yep, yep. Everybody's getting paid. Brett Favre. Well, no, he's, yeah, he's trying to get paid. Yes. From Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp. That's what's going on there. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.